are you doing? I'm doing right. I'm doing right now. That was our post-Monday check. Okay. Hey. You're listening to Being Jim Davis, the podcast you can only access on the deep web. Yeah. We'll see you on the Tor Network. My name is Joe Nathan Gibson, and I'm Jim Davis. My name is Christopher Winter, and they call me Johnny Popcorn. I, I've I've wondered why we called you that. It's it, I mean you know, it's hard. To, some things man was not meant to know. Jonathan, what's today and what are we? It's Garfielding? uh, Tuesday, March thirteenth, nineteen eighty four, and today we're reading the two thousand and ninety fifth ever Garfield. <laughs> so many. That's it. <laughs> so many. Sometimes you say that number, I'm like, well, that just that seems way too high. Sometimes, sometimes you you hear it and it's like, no, it's not that many. Yeah, no, I know. Like it, you, you can have both responses; yeah. they're both valid. You know what, though? I'm just uh, cl- clicked over to the progress tab here. Uh, sometime <laughs> quite recently, we clicked over to. Uh, we have now discussed 13 percent wow. of all known Garfields. We clicked over from 13 to 12. That seems way Thir- high. Yeah, 13.029112898 percent of all known Garfields. Wow. Yeah, how do you like that? I wonder, but how, like, what, what percentage of Garfields are are like are unknown? Unknown, yeah. Well, scientists scientists speculate that ninety percent of Garfields are dark Garfields, yeah. which you know, it's uh, like the theory you can't detect them, but the theory predicts them, and sort of based on you know the gravitational, gravitational yeah. something something, yeah. yeah. Dark Garfields. Uh, in today's dark strip, uh, same old farm. Right. Looks like so, we got a week oh, a week of farm strips ahead of us. Farm week. Farm week. Um, I love this rural bucolic lifestyle, Jonathan. Yeah. Yeah, we're kicking back in rural Indiana. So fucking bucolic. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. If you find to make a list of the top five bucolic, okay. Panel one. <laughs> John and Garfield are there. Where's there? I mean, presumably at the farm. John is sitting on a bed, and Garfield is also sitting on a bed. But John's John's legs are on the floor. Garfield's aren't, because it's the old Hollywood code. If two characters are on the same bed, doesn't matter if they're married. They've got to have at least two. I think it was three feet on the floor was the rule. Anyway, that's a little that's a little Hollywood trivia for you. Um, the Hayes Code. Yeah, that's why they were always, like, in separate beds, because you weren't allowed to show them in the same bed unless they had, like, three of their four feet on the floor. Yeah. Uh, it was something like that. Anyway, they're breaking the haze code here because we've only got two feet on the floor. <laughs> also, John and Garfield are going at it. Uh, they're not. They're fully clothed, except for Garfield, who's a cat. John's feet are on the floor. One, one, like his right hand sort of on his knee, left hand sort of gesturing. He's, he's acting a little more rural than he is, quite frankly. And he's saying to Garfield, he's opining, It's great to be back on the farm, Garfield. Nothing ever changes. I but thought... Doodly-doo. I, I miss, I'm reading this strip from a distance because I don't feel like being that close to the Garfield. I strong, thought, strong, yeah. I thought they were sitting green. on bales of hay for a second and i thought like oh wh- wh- why is the why does the hay have like confetti in it because it so they're so they're sitting on a bed 
Yeah, it's like they're on they're on a bed. Presumably, presumably it's John's old bed. John's childhood bed mm-hmm. from his farm. The f- yeah, from his yeah. farm days. And it's a yellow blanket with like uh I guess it's been patched several times. This is several mm-hmm. different color fabrics. Yes. Uh yes. fabric squares, uh sort of at, at odd intervals. Yeah, this is listeners. You're familiar with like the musical John Arbuckle and Sharp the amazing 11th. Technicolor Dream Bed. Yeah, that's what this is. Um, so many patches, but all the patches are squares. Yeah. Say what you want about that patched bedspread. This bed is at least obviously like a bed. Like you can tell there's a mattress and we can't see the legs, but the way that spread mm-hmm. is hanging down, like this is clearly a be- a mattress on a bed frame. Whereas at John's mm-hmm. house, it often seems like it's just a mattress on the floor. Yeah. So yeah. This is a step up for him. Yeah. Um, and he's uh, saying, I think the thing that you probably already said. Mm-hmm. Correct. Can't remember. And then in the second Doesn't panel... Matter. He continues, uh-huh. the same old surroundings, the same old room, ellipsis. And he's like, in this one, he still has his uh-huh. right hand like on his his right thigh and his left hand is like raised up in the air, like as if he were calling forth uh, like a like a a, a, a a weather spirit or something. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say he looks like he is performing on a Broadway musical. On the broad on the sure. music stage, sure. Um, like uh, uh, under the big top. Yeah, there could be a row of can can girls behind him. Yeah, based on his body language. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Garfield totally. It's unmoved. good stuff. It's good stuff. It. Is, I mean, honestly, I don't hate it. Honestly, it's not a bad Garfield. Um, oh, but so there's far. another panel. And yeah, then uh, I don't like this. In the last panel, John's pappy is leaning in from the left. He's holding a pitchfork, right, with a knowing grin. Could be Satan. As as though he were listening to John, he continues, sort of finishes the thought. The same old chores. And he's like handing him the pitchfork. Mm. And Garfield and, thinks Riley the same old manure. Yeah. And John Arbuckle is whipping his head around in one of his patented single takes. So patented. Yeah. It is one of his witty, urbane, cosmopolitan single takes. Mm-hmm. His city life. Mm-hmm. Is in... Do you think... So there's, you know, superficially, there's a joke here. You know, we got a narrative about, is the time, tale as old as time, a man and his cat. You know, he go leaves the farm, goes off to live his big city life, um, sexually harassing a veterinarian, and comes home, and he's got to do the chores. Uh, however far you run, you can never run from yourself, you know? Mm-hmm. I feel like that's all happening here. But then I wonder in that final panel, when Garfield says the same old manure, he's not... Actually, no, he is. He's looking directly at us, the reader. Do you think that there's a little bit of uh, old James Well Davis there winking at us, saying like, "Yeah, I know this one's not very good." What do you What do you want? It's more. It's just more Garfield. There's over two thousand <laughs> of these now. Same do? old manure. Yeah. Um, would you use a pitchfork for manure? 
I personally would not. No, that's a great question. I would use a shovel. Yeah. Or a Dyson manure vacuum, which is probably a thing that exists. Sure. Yeah, Dyson. A Dyson barn vac. Dyson makes <laughs> you quality know, products. You got to use your Dyson barn vac. I wonder if we get a Dyson sponsorship. Yeah. It's weird. It's interesting to me. It's charming to me that Dyson just makes stuff that spins around. They have really good spheres. They do have great spheres. That's a good point. But like, you know, vacuum, hairdryer, whatever. Mm-hmm. Sort of the way that the Araby guy also made the AeroPress. Mm-hmm. It's just like, well, I've already got a bunch of a bunch of paper that's oh, start, I forgot you know, that was the arrow same, letterhead same or something. Can't can't change it. Um, do you fun. think he's just like trying to think of a third thing that can have an arrow? <laughs> Probably. I've got all these other great inventions. You know, I've invented a perpetual motion device, but I can't think of an arrow name for it. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I think so. Um, uh, like, yeah, but he, sorry, well, air, the aeroplane already existed. Yeah. So. Circling back, do you think that's uh, Jim Davis winking at the audience a little bit in panel three, saying like, "Same old manure." Sorry, folks. You know, it's yeah. just more Garfield. I mean, probably not. What do you want? If if uh, if if that tickles your fancy i'm not going to take that away from you you don't think he's breaking the fourth wall you don't think this is a metafictional uh enterprise uh i mean maybe the, maybe the fact that it's a pitchfork instead of a shovel sort of sort of right. uh I mean, that's kind of a reveals clue. that yeah maybe i don't know it's kind of a, like i mean is that john's father or is it lucifer right he's holding a pitchfork his shirt is red He's bald. He's got. He's Everyone wearing, knows that Satan is bald. He seems to be wearing two shirts. Is that overalls? I feel like that's. A, oh my God! You're right. Yeah, he's he's wearing blue overalls, a red uh-huh. short sleeved shirt, and a green, like a lime green, long sleeve mm. shirt underneath that. Okay, now that's well. Now this is getting. <laughs> there, there's some rich metatextual layers here. It's odd. Uh. I read, I'm reading that now as the red shirt isn't short sleeve, but it's like a, you know, it's like a, almost a, maybe a denim work shirt or wool work shirt. And, and sure. Like the leaves, it's rolled up a little bit. Sleeves are rolled up a yeah. little. And that green or one is maybe an undershirt. Loose. Yeah. Yeah. It's just loose. He's just keeping it loose. He's keeping it, he's keeping know, it loose. It like, like you do. Uh, when you're John's I can't help, pappy I can't, and or Satan. Yeah. I, I, I'm getting strong Mephistopheles vibes. Mm-hmm. From mm-hmm. John's father, mm-hmm. ostensible father, in panel three, <laughs> um, he looks wryly knowing. He looks uh-huh. like he's ready to torment. As you said, bald, red, pitchfork. Um, I want yeah, and then th- you put that on top of the same old manure thing. I do kind of think this is Garfield. It's Garfield making fun of John for being in hell. But then it's also Jim Davis saying, we're in a hell of our own making. You know, hell is other Garfields. Mm-hmm. Hell is comic strip. Mm-hmm. Hell is hell is podcasting about Garfield is what right, he's saying. Right. You know, welcome to hell. I feel like this is Jim Davis saying to us, welcome to hell. Welcome to hell. Here's your pitchfork. Here's your pitchfork. Yeah. Go clean up that manure with a pitchfork, <laughs> which is totally a thing you would do. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. 
Yeah. All right. I think uh, we practiced. Okay. One. I think so. Uh, you, you've been listening to Being Jim Davis. Thank you for li- listening to Being Jim Davis. Uh, thank you. You can support us on the internet. Uh, yeah. Do that. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, and we love you. A thing we don't mention often enough, I think, Jonathan, mm-hmm. is that literally anyone can come on this show and co-host it. You just go to www.beingjimdavis.com, click the host our podcast button. Yeah. And you sign up for a week. Yeah. Anyone. We don't care. Do it. Are you Are you the devil? That's fine. Mm-hmm. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you and good night. With the man and the cat and the left-hand panel, leave the right-hand panel to God. With the man and the cat and the left-hand panel, leave the right-hand panel to God. With the man and the cat and the left-hand panel, leave the right-hand panel to God. With the right-hand panel to God. This podcast was brought to you by the Pitch Drop Podcast Network. Like what you just heard? Support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash pitch drop. And while you're at it, check out pitchdrop.net for more of this and other shows.